Hey everyone, and welcome back to the multidimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. And thank you guys so much for returning back to the YouTube channel and also the podcast. Um, yeah, so, so happy to be here with you guys. I'm recording this for both the YouTube and the podcast. So if you're viewing me on YouTube, Hey, welcome back. Thank you so much for returning back to the channel. And if you are new here, just know that this channel is all about mental health, wellness, spirituality, and of course, ayahuasca. And if you are listening on the podcast, we talk about the same thing uh, on here as well. So um, so today we're talking about uh, basically the, the magic of ayahuasca, you know, how it's just magnificently, if I can say that correctly, um, it merges us, merges us back with our true self, our, um, you know, the parts of us that are the original soul before the soul was, you know, you know, as the late, uh, Jan, as the late John Bradshaw says, he talks about soul murder. Um, and, you know, this might sound uh, that might sound really dark, um, and but at the same time, I I really believe that you know um, being a trauma informed ayahuasca preparation and integration coach, you know, and really being a person that was part of community mental health for almost ten plus years, and then me discovering in my own path. Uh, thank God, thank ayahuasca, um, that I, you know, I've had the opportunity to be exposed to incredible Western uh, information and technologies, and I've came across this in beautiful indigenous ancient practice called ayahuasca. So now, you know, my mission, my job here on this earth is to really be of service to Westerners who are on the ayahuasca path to kind of be a bridge, you know, to be able to communicate in our, you know, to communicate in Western culture and to be able to relate to others in a Western way while integrating this, uh, this amazing, 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 uh, technique that we are, we are, we have access to, you know, so if you don't know, which most of you probably know, if you're followed on the podcast or watching on YouTube, you know what ayahuasca is, you know, ayahuasca is a combination of two plants. It's the bee cappy vine, which contains the MAOI and DMT, you know, which is in the chacruna leaf. Um, and you know, so MAOIs are incredible. They were like the original antidepressant in Western pharmacology. And they do an incredible job of increasing three major neurotransmitters, which is norepinephrine, dopamine, and serotonin. And then the DMT component offers us exposure to the visions of transpersonal experiences. And the most incredible part, when we marry the MAOI and the D DMT, it's able to survive in our system for a much longer period of time that if we just, you know, compared to if we just took uh, a DMT. And uh, I just want to take a moment to express reverence and reciprocity to the incredible people in the jungle who have made this 
medicine accessible to us Westerners. And so, you know, ayahuasca is very skillful in working with each unique individual in terms of creating this experience of being a, a mirror for our wounds, for our pain, for um, showing us where maybe habitual patterns as adults come from, whether that's addiction or the identities that we've wrapped ourselves in that don't feel in alignment with us, you know, for um, uh, maybe certain behaviors like codependency or narcissism or um, it really brings us to our core, which is, which, which is why, you know, as a person who has been fascinated with humanity and psychology and like, how the fuck are we going to do this whole thing for pretty much most of my life? Um, when I came across ayahuasca, I was like, hold the phone, you know, I mean, not, not, not originally though, by the way, when someone first told me about ayahuasca, I was trained in drug and alcohol counseling. I was actually working in a methadone clinic, an opiate clinic, you know, so um, I was like, no, no, like I was, I was a product of the, the D.A.R.E. program, which by the way, I actually think, you know, a lot of people don't like that, but in terms of staying away from, in terms of preventing vulnerable children, adolescents, and teens from staying away from really hardcore drugs, um, you know, like cocaine and methamphetamine and heroin and all those things, like obviously, you know, none of those have benefit to us, right? Most of the times people reach for those addictions because they're trying to cope with the internal traumas that they have uh, been through. And they're so oppressed and suppressed that, you know, that's been their personal solution. You know, we know that now. And, you know, thankfully to people like Dr. Gabor Mate, who speaks very widely about these things, his background is also also an opiate addiction. And he is awesome about speaking out loudly and clearly about how addiction isn't about a disease of someone who can't control themselves, you know, even though that, that might be a part of it, but it's really a dis-ease of one's internal state and not feeling connected to who they are because it's been so wounded, you know. So in my own healing from my own childhood trauma, I really had to awaken to what had happened to me, you know, and I grew up in a family where definitely the, the rules or the lineages of, you know, don't talk, don't feel, were passed down, in, you know, implicitly and explicitly. And a lot of us have come from those backgrounds where, you know, we, we weren't allowed to be in touch with our emotions or maybe we didn't have healthy models for it. So as adults, we really struggle to like, yeah, you know, for me, honestly, I put on a lot of um, masks, you know, like, oh, go get this degree and this job and let me try to find my way in the world through accomplishment or perfectionism or, you know, it was really a core belief of I'm not worthy. So let me prove how worthy I am to you, you know, 
let me show you how worthy I am. The little girl inside of me was just like, hey, look at me, look at all the things I'm doing. And, you know, like, it's like, after my 50 plus experiences with ayahuasca, there's been so many things that have happened, including, you know, re-emerging, um, or I should say re-merging with my true identity, you know, the God self within, the God self that's within all of us, the original child within that is full of love and life and wonder. And then somehow along the way, right, it gets shattered slowly when we have unmet needs in childhood or we don't complete stages in childhood, right? And that's why in my preparation and integration program, you know, my three main pillars are, you know, learning how, you know, mindfulness, we talk about mindfulness to ground, to sit with ourselves and to slowly begin to make space internally for these, the, the emotional, mental and physical material to arise in the body. You know, because we do have to work through the layers of it. We have to identify and understand, you know, what is going on in order to get back to that original soul. We have to be able to clearly see what was placed upon us um, that is absolutely not ours. It was something that someone gave to us so we can detach and um, heal and clear and cleanse. That's a lot of what the indigenous practices teach us is creating space, clearing and cleansing, creating space, clearing and cleansing, creating space, clearing and cleansing. That's what they refer to in the ayahuasca culture as limpias, you know, clearing, cleansing. And in a Western framework, you know, like I really like to use the mindfulness as a way, a grounded way to work with these, work with this material, as well as breath work, you know, breath work with a foundation, with an understanding of polyvagal theory by Dr. Stephen Porges, you know, like understanding how our body actually operates and responds in our world and how, you know, maybe childhood experiences affect the way that we show up in our bodies, in our minds, and our expressions, or the lack thereof of those expressions in our everyday life. And, you know, so with ayahuasca, you know, if you've, if you've never, if you've never been in an ayahuasca experience or you're fully emerged and you're um, a well-versed practitioner, you understand that it takes us to our core. It shows us all these things so crystal clear. And that's why I love it. I just like, I'm constantly blown away by, you know, and the truth is too, just to kind of speak more, um, even like in terms of beyond trauma, you know, when we start reaching for our expansion in our world and following our bliss, and basically claiming our power within ourselves and within this world, you know, that's all a part of the healing continuum too. I think sometimes trauma work gets a bad rep because maybe, you know, people think that's like, oh, you're getting stuck in this cycle of constantly healing, but healing leads to transformation and expansion. So it's all on a continuum. 
And a good way to think about it actually is if you looked at an emotional energy chart at the very bottom, you know, the emotion of shame sits on the energy chart and at the very top is peace, love, and joy, right? So, you know, it's this, it's this, you know, visualization of the embodiment of emotion. So if we're holding shame, right, we are contracted and actually on the emotional energy chart, it vibrates, you know, quote unquote, at the lowest level, which really means that it's contracted and it's painful, you know, and then as we rise up into the emotional chart, we feel more expansive, more free, and more empowered in our lives. And in order to fully integrate that, which means to, you know, take two things and blend them together, no longer are they fragmented or separated or dissociated from each other. We become conscious of the parts of us that feel shamed, neglected, that have gone into hiding. And to bring those to the light, so we can, you know, use our higher selves, our spirituality, our um, incredible mentors and coaches and therapists to show us that, you know, the world is safe. Things are okay. You can trust in yourself. You know, and those were often the missed marks, the missed marks, the missed the missed marks in childhood, you know, the, those are the unmet childhood needs that often get locked into the body as adults. So, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible how it just takes us to the core and awakens all of these things. And that is also why, you know, I use the inner child and reparenting work because it naturally allows us to validate and acknowledge the past it allows us to identify what was happening in that child developmental stage and it gives us the opportunity to empower ourselves to reparent those aspects of ourselves so when we talk about the inner child we're actually talking about the inner children we're talking about the um the adolescent the teen the young adult we're talking about all of the parts that maybe have been carrying the wounding up until the point of awakening right and then integrating all of those aspects so you know that's that's what i teach and what i know just from personal experience being a westerner who's been on the path with ayahuasca since 2016 how incredible this uh this medicine truly is and it's a tool it's a teaching tool right ayahuasca is a teacher plant right and as her as her humble and respectful and modest students that are practicing with this medicine in the most safe and uh in the most safe and with the most integrity right that's when we get the best outcomes it is when we are entering spaces where there's not a lot of integrity, there's not training, there's not a delicate attentiveness to these Western concepts that we are potentially setting ourselves up for more uh, pitfalls and more challenges and possibly damage than we meant to. So I also think as Westerners, as we you know, realize that this is an incredible tool, right? That we, you know, as people who are wanting to work with deep trauma, we got to kind of like 
because ayahuasca is still being integrated into the West, into a Western culture and a Western mindset, you know, there's things that we need to be cautious of more than where ayahuasca came from. Because ayahuasca, you know, it's like, they're really, there's, you know, the preparation and integration that happens where ayahuasca is so deeply rooted in a culture. I would, I don't want to say it's like, so mass massively different because um it's not but like you know there's there's language barriers things translate differently the the experiences of one culture are not the same experiences of another culture and like so and you know really we're not we're not all so different and at the same time we are so it's kind of a paradox but what i mean ultimately is you know people who've been practicing ayahuasca, this stuff has been passed down decades after decades and it's totally weaved into their culture and, you know, things like dietas and dieting with master plants and sitting with the medicine, like all of that is wrapped up in the culture. And then most Westerners, you know, when they go for healing, um, they are often just going to the ceremony and, more often than not, they're expecting like this massive healing, right? Which does more often than not, it actually does happen. And then I think the pitfalls of the Western integration of ayahuasca is that, you know, I just have to go do that one ceremony and that's it. And I think that's like, um, I think we're figuring out together that that's not really the case, um, you know, and that's really what I teach my students and I teach my, the members of my community is that, you know, having daily practices, daily ritual, have, you know, journaling, meditating, regulating our central nervous systems, um, utilizing the inner child and reparenting work, and when I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, I go much deeper. You know, we really, we really sift out the in individual and unique intentions for their work uh, for themselves that they decide to include me in it. And my job is really just to empower somebody with specific resources and tools. So over time, they essentially, you know, heal themselves, you know, um, so I, I want to take a moment to also talk about uh, EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. I talk about this a lot. I've talked about it a lot on my podcast. I've talked a lot about, about it um, on my YouTube. And then it's something I also offer in my one-on-one -on -one work if it's needed. You know, memories that are brought up in the ayahuasca ceremony come in through us, right, and are somatically expressed, which is usually through the purge, whether that's vomiting or shaking or crying or being angry or finally feeling those hurts, right? So we can start the natural and normal grieving process, right? So that's a huge part of healing trauma is, is grieving what has happened to us because if we don't acknowledge it, we can't integrate it. If it stays stuck in denial, then we continue to stay fragmented. But ayahuasca uh, so beautifully brings all that to the surface. And, you know, it's a lot, you know, one night of 
all these memories coming up and it's like, wow, huh, what do I do all with that? You know, it's a lot to integrate. So it's a, it's good to understand that this takes time to heal and to integrate. And, you know, me as a practitioner, as a coach, as a as a uh, licensed therapist, as someone who's been doing this, you know, for a while, professionally and personally, I'm still in it. You know, I don't sit here and say like, man, I've, I've made it, you know, I'm constantly learning and growing and expanding. And at the same time, I have transformed a lot of my childhood trauma into a more empowering and adaptive state, you know, so it's really about, you claiming your personal power through your own healing and transformation. And from that, you expand and uh, get to follow your bliss. You know, uh, I love Joseph Campbell's description of the hero's journey, right? So like we, there's a crisis, um, we get called to an adventure, you know, and we meet mentors along the way and we face our fears, right? There's, there's a, he talks about how in facing our fears, there is a soul reward. And when we take ayahuasca, you know, we are facing our fears. There's a lot of unknown on that other side of whatever we're taking, right? And there's something about being able to do that for ourselves that's very empowering as we have a trusted guide holding us through the whole thing you know it's it's very empowering right and taking those lessons and deeply integrating them into our daily lives to continue the ayahuasca continuum which is preparation the ceremony and then the integration um taking those insights and those incredible healings and and embodying them in our in our truth you know basically meaning like what was once very triggering and you know was very was a struggle for us for example you know for me like speaking up was a really hard thing for me you know because i i grew up in a home where we didn't talk about a lot of things it wasn't modeled for me to ask for what i need and to be assertive you know and all these different things so it's like taking that wounded inner child reparenting her through the process of like hey i know you're scared and i know you feel unworthy sometimes and i got you like we're we can facilitate a, a vocal conversation to express what we need and it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, and being able to embody that on a cognitive, emotional, mental, and physical and spiritual level, you know, that's just for an example or you know, someone taking those downloads, those incredible uh, callings of what to do with our lives, you know, after a ceremony. Um, Someone asked me the other day, you know, what have you done with all your experience with ayahuasca? You've, you've sat with it over 50 times. What are you doing with it? And I looked at the person and I was like, you are, you are looking at it. You know, this, this is a full embodiment of everything I know about trauma and everything I'm bringing to the world of ayahuasca is all these incredible 
um, tools that are already out there that have been created by these amazing trauma leaders, including, you know, Peter Levine, Dr. Francine Shapiro. Um, Peter Levine is the creator of Somatic Experiencing. Dr. Francine Shapiro is the creator of EMDR. Dr. Gabor Mate, you know, giving us knowledge and applications of trauma. Um, there's just so, so many more, um, so many psychological frameworks that have been created that really allows us to work through our, um, our, our traumas, which, you know, when I work with my students, I say the reason why the inner child and the reparenting work is so vital and important is because those are the two forms of consciousness that we are originally born into. You know, we are born into childhood and by nature, we are dependent and we are vulnerable, you know, and when those unmet needs are, when those, when those very delicate needs are unmet, it creates a lot of um, dysfunction in our lives. And, and then we often will internalize the parenting that we received and we'll parent ourselves away that we received. So oftentimes we end up with a child that goes into hiding and then a very uh, critical, um, you know, um, maybe emotionally unavailable, cold inner parent. And it leaves us feeling really empty, you know, because we don't feel like we're in touch with who we are, you know. And as children, we need to know that we are amazing just for who we are, you know. It's not because of what we are, what we do when we're bad, you know, and which is a construct that's often projected from parents, right? And, I, you know, by the way, this isn't a blame game. It's just like, you know, it's just kind of the way it was or the way it is and the things that we're coming out of. Um, and, you know, when we get repeated messages over and over again as children, we take them on as truths. We don't have that mind that says like, hmm, I don't really know if I want to tolerate this behavior, you know, we just, because we are dependent, right? So we will, Dr. Gabor Mate explains so perfectly that we will trade in our authenticity for our survival, meaning we will shapeshift for our environment, you know? And so when we grow up as adults, you know, we're, we're kind of like, you know, we're trying to find ourselves. We're like, who really am I? And the incredible thing is that ayahuasca, you know, shows us that not just on a cognitive level, it's not intellectual, it's like full body and the, and it goes right into the limbic system, the memory system. It allows us to reprocess things and to reveal that truth that is within. Um, so it's, it's incredible. This, we have an incredible technology on our hands and it's, it's even more incredible when we have someone to support us in our journey and to really have um, somebody to bear witness to our healing and our transformation, someone who can give us tools and empower us so we can move along the continuum in this uh beautiful and um, more effortless way. I mean, of course, healing is very hard work. It's not easy. And, you know, like I said, there's, um, 
you know, and I really do think that's the role of the mentor, or the coach or the therapist, you know, is to really hold the space for whatever is happening in this most sacred and safe way. It's so important, right? Because oftentimes there's like this natural and organic counter-transference happening, right? To so support somebody to be like, hey, like you are amazing. And this is like, you are so courageous and brave for doing this work and you are doing it, right? You know, I remember the, the first day that I went to my first um, therapy appointment after coming out of an EMDR training. And I was like, holy shit, I need to go get some fucking help. <laughs> you know, in the beginning of my awakening and my therapist sat there with me, you know, year after year as I worked through um, really hard things, you know, and she, you know, was very supportive and she was a perfect mirror for all my inner child wounds. She helped, she was a part of my reparenting process. And, you know, and then I met my spiritual mentor that showed me like, hey, like, life is meant to be played with. Did you know that? And I was like, no, because I've been so fucking stuck in my trauma, you know? And, and I've had many mentors and coaches along the way that have, um, been a part of shaping me. Right. And, you know, that's, that's the incredible part of working with somebody is that you, you have the opportunity to go deep in yourself, you know, as people who are assisting others, our jobs is to hold the space, to create a safe container, and to provide relevant tools, techniques to assist you in your unique and individual goals. You know, it's 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 incredible. It's it's truly amazing. Um, so, you know, ayahuasca offers us um, amazing things in, in an amazing time. It really does. And of course, it's not for everybody, right? Like, I'm talking about this today because this is my life, right? And of course, there's many other um, psychedelics and plant medicines available to us. I personally am fully aligned with ayahuasca. And to be super direct and, and honest with you, um, it's a lot to manage multiple psychedelics. Like it's a lot to manage a lot of different things. For me, I I feel fully aligned with this path and it doesn't mean that I don't believe in other paths, you know? Um, I think ayahuasca is definitely uh, one medicine enough to handle for sure. And um, so, so yeah, we are, you guys, we're in an incredible time, um, an incredible time of healing and expansion. And, um, you know, like it's, um, ayahuasca provides us with so much and so does intentional preparation and integration, which is so important. And that's exactly what I offer my folks is to be able to have the right tools and techniques to you come into your full realization of your personal power and it's already within you. Like I know that, you know, and I also really believe in, you know, doing the deep inner work. And I, and I really believe that when people decide to work with me, they're really deciding to invest deeply within themselves. That is what's happening. You know, I know that because I've made those investments in myself and, 
like, you know, and then the relationship is just a container for that full realization within yourself or myself or whoever the person um, is deciding to work with. So, um, so it's, it's, it's a full, it's a full um, remembering of who we truly are. And to say that, you know, the ayahuasca ceremonies alone get us there, I would say would be a pitfall of Westerners. So having that support is so needed and so important and so key and vital. Um, so I, uh, I think, I think that's, I'm, I'm trying to find a good stopping point for today, but I think, I think this is it guys. So really just trying to paint a picture of how incredible ayahuasca is, how it integrates into the West, how it deeply helps us remember who we are and how preparation and integration is really a part of that process as well. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in to the YouTube channel, to the podcast. If you are personally interested in working with a trauma-informed ayahuasca preparation and integration coach, I would be delighted to talk with you. Um, our first session is totally complimentary. It's really a deep dive for you and I to ensure that I can help you. I personally don't work with anybody that I don't feel very confident in like bringing them a result at the end of our first you know, complimentary discovery session. It's very important that I um, know that I can give you and help you with the results that you're asking. So, and I'm not giving them to you, of course, but you're giving them to yourself. But it's like, it's very key and important for me um, in terms of integrity and basically not wasting your time. Um, in addition, I would like to say too, is like, um, if I talk with someone and I'm like, hey, you're doing all the all the things, like you're, you're good, I don't see how I can be of service to you kind of thing. Um, then, you know, then that conversation can also be had as well. So, um, yeah, so if you're, if you want to work with me, if you're interested, uh, just click on the link that says beacons.ai backslash the multidimensional journey. Just click on that and then it asks, are you interested in trauma-informed ayahuasca preparation and integration and we can set up a call and thank you guys so much for tuning in once again i'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are out there doing the most deep and sacred work that anybody could do and i hope you guys are having a beautiful day and as always remember why you came here